Perfect. Thank hi, you. Hi, Ken. How are you? Hi. Hi. Good afternoon, sir. It's Good afternoon. Really, it's really a pleasure to like meet someone who is already in UK because yes, it's a pleasure to meet to you me. too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me just tell you about myself first. What I am. Actually, I'm also from India. Graduated uh, from India. Did a medical schooling in a place called Mangalore in South India. If you know Mangalore, Manipal. So I studied in KMC Kasturba Medical College in Mangalore. And then I came to UK. I did my PLAB exam, came to UK. I did my post-graduation in surgery here. So I'm qualified uh, surgeon. But then <clears throat> now I'm uh, running a PLAB Institute in uh, UK, Manchester. So we are actually the pioneers in the PLAB coaching. And I've been running this course uh, for the last 18 years now. So I'm very well settled in UK. So, and as I said, been running this coaching center more than 18 years and we are the leading lab coaching center here. And I'm the only person who has been running this course for so many years. There are other few, a few more lab institutes. They're all my students who started. So I do have a lot of students coming from all over the world for the lab. And a lot of my students have already uh, passed the PLAB exam and they're working in the UK hospitals as uh, junior doctors, registrars, consultants. Many of them are my con consultants now. Okay, so and I had a lot, a lot of doctors coming from India too. So many doctors came from India to do the PLAB. They did the coaching with us. And <clears throat> now a lot of them are consultants and they have settled down here. So I'm running this coaching for all the future aspirin doctors who want to come to UK from abroad, like countries like India or any other countries. So I understand uh, that you're also an aspirant coming to want to come to UK. And if you can tell me a little bit of yourself, and yes, then yes. if you have any questions, I can answer all your questions. Yes, sir. So, so firstly, I, I joined this MBBS in 2017, and now I am in final year. I'm doing MBBS from ESIC Faridabad, it's a government college. So I noticed uh, actually I have a lot of friends here, junior doctors and PGs. So I noticed that the life here is not like what I wanted. So I started looking towards UK or US and different options. So what I noticed that in UK, UK is a very it's like a very welcoming culture. Like if we give an exam, we can directly do job. They don't ask for additional studies or residencies, etc. So, sir, I just want to know more about it because I read a lot of things about UK and I really want to settle there. And so you want? About it. Yeah. Okay, that's good. You said you're in a final year. So yes. when actually is your final year exam? in March. It should be March. in my internship should have been started uh, at uh, like 1st of Jan but because of COVID now the tentative date is 1st April. So internship so, will start from 1st April and I'll I'll pass out my MBBS on 1st April 2023. Okay, so you have about 6 months to go for your final exam. Then you'll begin doing the internship. So that's good. So I think uh, 
you wanted to know about UK life in UK for doctors. So let me talk about that first, then I can tell you how we can come. So which route, everything, and why you need to come to UK. Probably you need to know that first. As a lot of doctors in India, uh, I was also an aspirant, as I told you, from India. So life is far better in UK compared to India for doctors. Uh, the work condition-wise, as well as the pay-wise, and the career, everything is good. Uh, not only is for if you want to settle down in UK, you can settle down your year. In UK, it's not at all difficult to settle down for an Indian doctor or any other overseas doctors. So, and also, if you have a UK qualification, you can go to any other countries, like you can go back to India with the UK qualification, and you will be a very well-renowned doctor, like a UK returned doctor, and you will get a, get a good job in any corporate hospitals also. So, the, and also you can go to any other countries like Gulf countries, Dubai, or many other Gulf countries. If you go as a specialist to other countries, then your salary is almost double compared to a postgraduate doctor going from India directly to the UAE. So, and also UK qualification is uh, valid in many countries. Once you become a consultant or a specialist in UK, you can go to any countries to work as a specialist. So many countries, they accept the UK qualification compared to Indian post-graduation degree. So these are the advantages coming to UK. And a lot of doctors keep asking me like, because most of the doctors, they want to go to US compared to UK. Yep. So, yeah. So what I would advise is, yes, everybody's dream is to go to US, but it's not easy, as you may already know. To go to US, first of all, you need to take, pass that USML exam. And a lot of doctors, they struggle to pass the USML exam, which will take maybe two or three years. Some of them have been trying for nearly four or five years, which I know, to pass a USML test. Not only that, even if you want to get a good job in US, you need to score very high in the USML exam. Uh, <clears throat> and even if you score high, there's no guarantee that you will get a good job in US. Whereas in UK, first of all, getting a job is not at all difficult. It's very easy. There are severe shortage of doctors in UK. And also in the last four to five years, so there are severe, severe shortage of doctors in UK. And also UK came out of the European Union this year, in the January 2021, UK came out of the European Union. Before that, UK was in the European Union. So that means the doctors uh, who are born in UK as well as graduated in UK, and also doctors who are coming from the European Union doctors, they used to get the first priority to get a job. Now, whereas in a doctor from countries like India, they used to be like a second priority. So only after the jobs been taken up by the UK doctors or European doctors, the leftover job was given to Indian doctors or other doctors. Whereas since the UK has come out of the European Union, now there is no priorities like that. So even in Indian doctors can be preferred over European Union doctors. So that's why competition is much less. So it's much easier to get a job in UK. And in the last four to five years, whoever has come to me to do the PLAB exam, who passed the exam, 
almost everyone has got a job. I would say 99% of doctors have got a job in UK. So, and also when you apply for jobs in UK, uh, they do not ask how much marks you scored in the PLAB exam. So whereas USMLE, the jobs depends on how much you scored in the USMLE exam. Whereas in UK, they do not ask how much marks you got when you apply for jobs. They only want to know whether you passed or not, uh, failed the exam. If you pass, that is enough. So then you can easily get a job in UK. So as I told you, the scope is much better in UK compared going to USMLE. And also I know a lot of doctors who try to go to US and who do not get the job. And after struggling for four or five years, they have changed their mind. They came to UK after wasting four to five years. Now they are doing the plan and come here. So that's why I advise everyone to come to UK instead of wasting four to five years preparing for USMLE. Yeah, if you come to UK, you can pass the PLAB exam maybe in one to maximum one and a half years, and you can get a job in UK easily. And also, even if your dream is go to US, you can come to UK first, you will get a job here, you'll get a very good salary, you can survive here, and then you take the USML exam. When you get a job, you can ship to US. So these are the things what people do nowadays, even if they want to go to US. But as I said, a lot of doctors are very happy in UK itself. When they come to UK, they like to settle down in UK, you know, like me. I am quite, quite comfortably settled down here. So a lot of doctors, they settle down, it's easy to settle down because once you're in UK for five years, then you get a permanent residency here. So these are the advantages of coming to uh, UK. Now, in UK, in the hospitals, uh, if you want to do a post-graduation, there's no medical schools. Like in uh, India, you have a medical colleges for to do post-graduation. Whereas in UK, we don't have any such a post-graduation. We do the post-graduation while working in the hospital itself. While you're working, you get trained as a post-graduate doctor, and then you become a specialist. Uh, but in UK, so we have two types of jobs. So one is a training job, other one's a non-training job. Training job is where you're actually doing the post-graduation to become a consultant. Whereas a non-training job is like a duty doctor job in India, where you have a job, you get your salary, you get the experience, but that's not a post-graduation. You will not become a specialist. Now, the doctors coming from India, it's very difficult to get a training job straight away. What they normally do is to get a non-training job first, which is very easy to get. As soon as you pass the PLAB exam, within a few months, you can get a non-training job where you get a good salary. Uh, and then once you are in that non-training, working in the non-training job, you build up a portfolio. Like you do some audit presentations and teaching. You have a point for all that. And then you can apply for a training job. So when you apply for a training job, if you have built up your portfolio, it's easy to get a training job here in UK. And also uh, in US, it's very difficult to get a surgical specialty. Whereas in UK, it's not that difficult. Though comparatively, it is a bit difficult compared to non-surgical specialties. Surgical specialties, comparatively difficult, but it's not impossible. 
so lot of doctors coming from india they are getting surgical specialties also so these are the advantages coming to uk now if you have any questions on coming to uk us or go to other countries you can ask me i will tell you later what is the procedure to come to uk but if you have any other questions now you can ask me yes sir so there is a myth going on in like many medical colleges among my friends that in uk there are cases of racism and in us there are there is little to no racism but in uk there is a lot of racism in professionally also and in normal life also so sir is it true sir or is it a myth as you said it's a myth it's not true it's it's not completely untrue either i don't say there is no racism there is a racism but it's not to the extent of what people in india are thinking about like even when i came to uk i also thought the same thing but when you come here you realize you know most of those doctors uh, i would say at least 40 to 50% of the doctors in uk hospitals are from outside uk so in india from india at least 30% doctors are indian doctors if you go to any hospitals so the people here they have a very high regards for indian doctors they know the indian doctors are really good so people do not discriminate for the doctor they prefer in fact indian doctors they know they are indian doctors hard working there may be slight racism among the colleagues or the consultant may not be liking they might favor their own race people but that is not something what we can complain about because if you look at racism it is there in every country within india also say so a consultant can have their own favorite students their own favorite junior doctors so this is unavoidable any place but it is not something what we can complain about so as i said there are so many doctors in india uh, here settled here without having any problems so <clears throat> this is not a something what you need to worry about to think of coming to uk so there are so many doctors who come to uk why will everyone would have gone back if the racism is really a problem we would not have settled down here 80% doctors come to uk from india they all settle down here if it is affecting if racism is affecting so much why will the doctor settle down here so that is not to be worried about at all and so one more doubt uh, like in india i saw my colleagues and friends they are really overworked and they have to work for shifts like 12 hours 18 hours so sir is there like same work environment there or are there like limited work or something like that yeah that's the one thing which i told in the beginning itself the advantage is the work conditions are far better in uk compared to india even i was working as a doctor in india working 12 hours 14 hours a day and even i used to work almost every alternate weekends so we didn't have any social life at all while working in india whereas in uk you are not so much overworked uh we have a maximum hour limit how much you can work per week okay so you cannot be they they nobody can make you work too too long hours so there is a the usually it varies about 56 hours a week so and also you get a weekend off maybe you will be working one in four weekends or one in five weekends so usually 
you have the weekend means saturday sunday both days off okay. so whereas in india weekend means only sunday saturday you'll be working yeah so whereas in uk when you say weekend off is saturday sunday so you'll be off and you'll be working only once in four or once in five weekends so it is not at all hectic and also working hours is uh, 9 am to around say 6 pm in the evening and also uh, there is a you can't be they can't make you work continuously for more than 12 hours the maximum we can they can make you work is only 12 hours so there are a lot of rules and regulation so they cannot make the doctors be overworked and get tired so that way work conditions are thousand times better and also what i heard in us also doctors are overworked compared to uk so in us also doctors have to work very long hours so whereas uk it's it's not like that so working conditions are much much better and so like one of my main goal matlab not main but one of the added advantage to come to uk i thought about that i would like to go across all europe and like explore all places so so do doctors get some uh, like leaves or like do we get some leaves or not uh, in initial like if i come and join our job so will i get some leaves or not yes like you in are, india we don't get much yeah you are entitled for leave so usually you are get about 8 to uh, sorry about 9 to 10 days every 6 months 9 to 10 days leave but on top of that you have a study leave they give you a paid study leave some of the hospitals and also sick leave and also you can combine your weekends with the leave usually people want to go for a holiday of course every doctor everybody wants to go for holiday in uk you know is a is a fashion going on a holiday so people go to other countries you know go for a holiday so they usually combine the weekends so they can, at a stretch they can get maybe two weeks of uh, leave so they they enjoy so as i told you working conditions are not at all uh, bad and also leave yeah, so is is generous so you have uh, the 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 holiday you can take leave plus study leave uh, some of them they combine the study leave and also weekend off so there are plenty of leaves okay. so you can enjoy the life okay so that's really great and sir one more doubt most people ask is like uh, after how much time can we take our parents to the their country like in if i'm working in uk if i want to follow my parents there only so in 5 years you told we'll get permanent residency then can we call our parents there also so call your parents for what reason is it for visiting uk or you want to bring them no, to settle down with you yeah, yeah. yeah. so if you want to bring your parents or anyone uh, for visiting that you can bring them any time okay for that only for visiting so that is not issue but if you want to bring your parents and settle down with you there are laws so you need to follow the law so if your parents are solely dependent on you if if the if your parents don't have any other children then the uk home office may consider giving them a visa to settle down here so that depends on individual cases so you, we i can't generalize and say that definitely they'll get a, 
uh, residency visa to settle in UK, or they may not, may or may not also. It depends on individual circumstances. As I told you, if they don't have anyone else in India to look after them, if you're the only child, then they might consider. Sir, so uh, I think so. Let's talk about uh, how to go to UK, like the system and exams. Yeah. yeah now, if you're a doctor from your India or any other country, if they want to come to UK to for higher training or for a job, doctors come here for two reasons: either just to get a job because the salary is very high and the working conditions are better. The that type of doctors who want to come want to sell down in UK just to get a job and good salary and a good life. Or the second reason is to come for a higher training, higher postgraduate training. Now, whichever type of whatever is your intention, whether you just want a job as a, to work as a doctor or you want to do a post-graduation in UK, there are different routes. Uh, one route, the main route is uh, to take the PLAB exam. The full form of the PLAB is Professional and Linguistic Assessment Board. This is a qualifying exam. So you need to pass this exam and then you can come to UK. But there are other routes like either you can do a post-graduation, take a post-graduation exam like MRCP or MRCS. This is equivalent to like MDMS in India. So you should have passed those exams. But those exams are very difficult to pass for undergraduates in India. So the main route for an undergraduate who just done an MBBS to come to UK is a PLAB. So you have to pass the PLAB exam. Now, <clears throat> before you pass the PLAB exam, you have to show English, your English language skills, you have to show to the General Medical Council here that you are proficient in English. So, for that, you can show there are two tests you can take, either IELTS or OET. One of the two tests you have to pass, IELTS. If you take IELTS, you have to take academic IELTS and you have to get minimum score seven in each module and overall 7.5. Okay, that is if you take IELTS. Or you can take OET, which is Occupational English Test, uh, if you take occupation English test, you have to take OET for doctors and you have to get minimum grade B in each module. And then only you're apply, eligible to apply for the PLAB exam. The first thing is to pass the English test. Now English test you can pass either during your final year if you want to, or I would suggest it's better to take the English test during internship because while studying for the final year, you have to concentrate on your passing the final exam. So after you pass the final exam, while you're doing internship, you can prepare for the English test, uh, which may take three, four months maximum and pass the English test during internship. Now, once you pass the English test, then you have to take the PLAB 1 test. The PLAB has got two parts, PLAB 1 and PLAB 2. The PLAB 1 test is like a theory test where they ask 180 questions and you have to get about 65% mark to pass the test. These are MCQ type, and most of the questions are from the clinical subjects, like medicine, surgery, OBG, psychiatry, pediatrics, ENT, ortho, ophthalmology, all. 80% of the questions are from the clinical subjects and about 20% from the basic science. 
like anatomy, pathology, and pharmacology, clinical pharmacology, only 20%. Okay, so now these lab one tests are held in India also. Uh, in India, they conduct the lab one test four times a year. That's in the month of February, May, August, and November. So these are the four months in year they conduct the test throughout the world, including India. And in India, we have about six centers for the lab one test. The Delhi, Calcutta, Mumbai, Bangalore, Hyderabad, and Chennai. So these are the places where they conduct the lab one test. Now you can take the lab one test in India itself. Now, once you pass the lab one test, then you have to take the lab two test. The lab two tests are held only in UK and only in Manchester in UK. So the lab two tests are held at least three to four days a week throughout the year except for maybe December, they hold the PLAP2 test almost every week, at least three to four days. Uh, now, <clears throat> PLAP2 test is like a practical test. It's like a clinical exam, how you have a final, final year medical exam. It's a clinical test where they give you a patient, where you have to take history from a patient, examine the patient, then you have to tell the diagnosis, investigation, treatment. So this is how the PLAP2 test, like a practical test. So this test, as I told you, is held only in UK. So people uh, who want to take the PLAB2 test have to come to UK. Now, once you pass the PLAB2 test, then you will have to apply for a registration with the General Medical Council UK here, which may take maybe two, three months time to get a registration. The registration, they ask you of your uh, degree certificate and your internship certificate or if you worked anywhere, the work experience certificate and some good standing certificate. Only a few documents what they require. And the, once you pass the PLAP2, you can show all these documents. They give you the registration. And once you get the, get the registration with the General Medical Council, then you need to apply for jobs in the hospital in UK. As I told you, there is no medical colleges to do post-graduation or to work. So you need to work in the uh, hospitals, which is called NHS hospital, which is uh, like a uh, government hospitals called NHS hospital. So you have to apply for a job. There are websites where they advertise for the jobs. So you need to apply through that advertisement. Look at the web. Uh, there's a, a central application process is a central process. You need to apply and they will call for an interview and you need to go to the hospital to face the interview. They will ask simple questions. So yeah, about your qualification, what did you do after MBBS? And then they ask you why you're interested in these jobs. Few question they ask you. And if they have vacancy, then they'll get, uh, give you a job. So this is, as I told you before, like a usually non-training job. So you take up a non-training job, maybe after six months to one year, you can apply for a training job. Then you change into a training job where you'll be doing a post-graduation. Now post-graduation in UK is not like only three years like in India. In India, MD or MS is three years. Whereas in UK, the post-graduation takes six to seven years time. So when you come here, uh, the, as a junior doctor, you need to work as a foundation doctor, which is almost equivalent to internship. Internship in India is for one year, whereas internship in UK is for two years, which is called foundation year one and foundation year two. If you already done internship in India, you don't need to do foundation year one. You'll have to go for foundation year two or about that. So you need to apply for foundation year two type of jobs, then 
you apply for a, a once you get that job you work in the foundation year two then you get into senior post like a registrar and after a few years then you get a consultant post so as i told as i told you so to become a specialist it may take seven to eight years time totally that provided you get a good job easily and if you progress properly you'll get you will finish the whole training in seven to eight years time to become a specialist so this is the route to come to uk the english test first lab one lab two gmc registration then apply for jobs in the uk hospital usually like a non-training job then change into a training job to which is a post graduation which takes eight to seven to eight years time okay sir so it was really uh, so sir mostly what students have doubt is what is the investment in all this so sir can you please tell us about that yeah first investment is for the english test you may have to book the test first i don't think it is very expensive i'm not sure about the price for ilts or oet in india what i heard is oet is slightly expensive compared to ilts but oet is much easier to pass ilts people take four five attempts to pass whereas oet okay. usually they pass first attempt so nowadays all the doctors take oet though it is little bit more expensive than ilts you can pass the test first attempt now you may have to go for some coaching classes i do not know what is the price for that so it is all minimum so i have not i don't think it will be very high price then the lab 1 test cost for the lab 1 test you need to book the test that costs about around 250 pounds uk pounds so you can say around indian rupees about 25000 indian rupees 25 so now our we do have coaching class for the lab 1 which is a 3 weeks course and we charge at the moment 250 pound which is also around 25000 okay so here for the lab 1 you are looking around exam fee plus the course coaching is about 50000 rupees okay friend the course uh, for 3 weeks course is for 3 weeks is an online course you can attend from india itself without coming here and also we have two types of course live online course which is which is 9 am to 7 pm uk time 3 weeks or people are doing internship they can't they take this online course because it's a live online they we have one more option is a video recorded course whatever we taught we have videos we can use those videos where you can watch it any day any time whenever you finish the internship each day if you have 2 3 hours of free time you can watch those videos you can prepare for the lab 1 during internship okay so the lab 1 test you are looking around 50000 maximum say 70000 uh, rupees okay so then the lab 2 lab 2 exam a fee is about 850 pounds so which is around 85 so uh, 85000 rupees around 85000 yeah 850 for you fee and our we do have coaching classes for the lab 2 we charge 600 pounds say about 60000 rupees okay so now for the lab 2 you have to come to uk so you will have to consider your traveling expenses flight charges and also your accommodation rent the food uh the which you can say about uh, you need about at least 1500 pounds which is about 1.5 lakh rupees for that your travel food expenses that depends on how long you plan to come so i'm talking about the coming to uk for one month for the coaching classes staying here practice and everything 
over one month, you may be spending over one and a half lakh rupees. Okay, so then after you pass the PLAP2 test, then you have to apply for a GMC registration. That costs, I think, around 400 pounds, which is about 40,000 rupees, GMC registration. And you may have to stay here and applying for a job. So uh, application form, that will cost you a lot. Or if you want to stay back here for some time to appear for the interview, job interview, so you may have to spend at least maybe another two, three lakh rupees. Or some of them, they go back to India, then they come back, so flight charges. So totally, totally what I would say is for an Indian doctor in rupees, it may cost about 10 lakh to 15 lakh rupees, depending on how many attempts you take the PLAP test. So if you have what 15 lakh rupees, so that you're comfortable enough. Usually eight to 10 lakh rupees should be enough if everything goes smoothly if you pass all the tests first attempt, and also if you get a job sooner. So eight to 10 lakh rupees is enough. And also when you apply for a jobs, they don't ask any capitation fee like in India. There's no fee to get a job. Instead, you get a very good salary here. Salary is about two, three lakh rupees per month for a junior doctor itself. Out of two, three lakh rupees, you save about at least one to one and a half lakh rupees every month. So whatever money you spend for the uh, examine coming here, even if you spend 50 to 12 lakh rupees, you will make up that money within one year. So all that money, you can make it up. As I said, there's no uh, capitation fee to pay to get a job or to get a postgraduate training here. And sir, it is two to three lakh salary for FY2, you told me. Yeah, that depends because uh, that if the number of hours you work, the you now you get additional salary so that's why so i gave a range around uh two and a half i would say about two and a half lakh rupees usually you can get in hand but if there is over overwork you know they are if you want to work more there's something like you know locum jobs here if you want to work, earn more money you can work more it's voluntary right. so you get a very high salary if you do all that you can earn you on up to about three and a half lakh rupees a month okay like if you work uh work like we work in india so we can easily get 3.5 oh yeah right. you, right. the number of hours what you work in india if you work like that you can earn three and a half maybe even four lakh rupees okay. Okay. so much of money you get yeah and that, that's really great okay and yeah. sir what about mrcp mrcp is it some uh, exam is very high level and what do you recommend for a mbbs graduate that should we go for MRCP or PLAB is okay? See, Emma, so if you want to come to UK, there are two routes which I told you, PLAB test or MRCP. Mm -hmm. MRCP exam for an undergraduate, just who has done only MBBS, it's not easy to pass because it got three parts. The MRCP part one, part two, and the PACES, which is a clinical test. Mm -hmm. So if to pass MRCP part one and part two, it will take at least two, three years for it to prepare. And okay. PACES, which is a clinical exam, you cannot pass this, you know, unless you're trained in UK. So MRCP route is not at all an option for an undergraduate doctor. Okay. So PLAB is the best route because you can pass the PLAB within one, one and a half years because the PLAB is only MBBS subject. MRCP is like an MD program, medicine is a postgraduate level exam, which is not at all easy for an uh, undergraduate doctor to prepare and pass. It may take five to 10 years time. Even 10 years, people may not pass unless okay. you've been trained working in UK and trained in UK. Okay. 
So MOC will not at all a route to come to UK. And so just, I want to uh, like ask about the difficulty of flap. So you said it's three week course for flap. So sir, uh, how many students who appear for flap, they clear it in first attempt? Which is the pass rate? See the flap one, the pass rate of the GMC, General Medical Council, what they say is about 40% of the doctors pass the exam first attempt. 40%. That's a okay. overall doctors who would take in the flab one test. Uh, but okay. people who attend the course, I would say 80 to 90% of the past exam, uh, candidates pass the exam first attempt. Many doctors, they don't attend any course for the flab one. They just try to prepare themselves, read some books here and there. They don't know what exactly the exam, how the question come, how to answer the questions. So that's why the flab one result is very low. It's only 40%. That is a GMC pass rate. Whereas people who do the course, like you know, we have coaching classes for the PLAB one. Our pass rate is about 90% for the doctors who do our course at least three months before their exam. What I advise everyone to do the course at least three months before. It's an online course so that you have time to revise everything what we teach. If you do that, 90% chance that you'll pass the exam first attempt. So that's a PLAB one. The PLAB two test. The GMC, General Medical Council pass rate is about 70%. Okay. That's much higher than the PLAB 2, uh, the, the higher than the PLAB 1 test. Yes, <clears throat> because PLAB 2, almost everybody attends the courses. So they do, nobody goes for the PLAB 2 exam without attending courses. That's why the pass rate is much higher. But again, if you attend a good coaching classes, and also if you attend the course at least three to four months before the exam, then 90% chance that you will pass the PLAB to test first attempt itself. So most of the doctor, I would say 70 to 80% of doctors pass the PLAB 1, PLAB 2 first attempt who attend the coaching classes. Uh, that is well ahead, at least three to four months before the exam. So passing the PLAB is much, much easier compared to <clears throat> if you see your NEET exam or USMLE exams, it's much easier. So it's an easy test to pass. Sir, some of my friends want to know that uh, what are the salaries like initially you told, but what after a few years, like after experience of two to three years, how is salary uh, in increases? Uh, can you tell us about that? So for a junior doctor uh, who has just done an MBBS, which I told you, salary will be about so two, two and a half to three lakh rupees. As I told you, it varies depending on how many hours you work per week. So on average, I would say about two and a half to three lakh rupees per month for a junior doctor. This is to starting salary. And every year, the salary keeps on increasing. Uh, so after say three, four years, like you know, you are expected to become a registrar by the time, your salary will be about 45 to 50,000 pounds a year, about 50 lakh rupees. So you would say about four and a half lakh rupees, four to four and a half lakh rupees per year for a registrar grade. Then when you become a consultant, uh, which you may be about seven, eight years time, salary varies again about 70,000 to 100,000, uh, uh, 70,000 pounds to 100,000 pounds a year. So you're looking around six to seven lakh rupees uh, per month. Uh, this is before tax, yeah, before tax, you have to pay tax. So in hand, when you become a consultant, you may get about four to five lakh rupees per month in hand. 
Okay, so that's after taxes. But again, when you become a consultant, you can work in the government hospital, which is NHS hospital also. A lot of doctors, they do private practice. So when you do private practice, then there's no limit, depending on how much you, what is your capacity. So people can earn the same amount. Some of them earn about 200,000 pounds a year, which is about, so, uh, which comes to about, I would say 10, 12 lakh to 15 lakh rupees per month. So <clears throat> there's no limit to which you do private practice. And sir, one more thing, sir, why should we like, what will you recommend me? I should look towards US or UK and why should I, why should I do that? Yeah, as I mentioned, US, everybody wants to go to US, but initially mentioned that US is difficult to get a job, exams are difficult. It may take three, four years to pass the test, the USMLE. And even if you pass, there's no guarantee that you will get a job. And also, even if you get a job, you may not get a, your preferred specialty. So these are disadvantages of US. Whereas UK is easy to pass a flap test. Uh, I would say 10 times easier than USMLE exam. You can pass a flap test uh, within maybe one to one and a half years time. And jobs are almost guaranteed. And most of the people, they get their preferred specialties. And working conditions are much better in UK compared to US. Because US, you have to work like a donkey type of job. Whereas UK, work conditions are much better. You don't have to work so much. You get a lot of free time and good salary too. So these are advantages coming to UK. And also, if you don't mind, if there are some people who ask me, like, which one should I do? Like a post-graduation in India or post-graduation in UK? They want to ask that question too. So what I would say, see, if you want to do a post-graduation in India, it's entirely up to you. First of all, the, to get a post-graduation seat, you have to take the DNIT exam, you have to get a high score, which is not everybody gets. Or you have to go to a private medical college where you have to cap get a capitation fee for one, two, one, half crore, or maybe for three, four crore rupees, depending on what specialty you're looking at. Whereas in UK, you don't have to struggle to pass a flap test. It's much easier compared to NEET exam. Or you, once you get a job here, uh, you don't have to pay any capitation fee. And also you get a very high salary compared to India. And also you, UK postgraduate degrees are high, very highly qualified as compared to Indian post-graduation. So, if you want to ask me that question, I would say come to UK rather than trying very hard, trying your luck when wasting your time three, four years in India. As soon as you pass your internship, prepare, and you can almost 99% guarantee to get a job and almost 80% guarantee that you'll get your own specialty, whatever you like. So this is advantage coming to UK. Okay. And sir, one more thing I heard somewhere that if we do one year job in UK, then we can move to Australia without any exams and without any uh, like uh, licensing exams. So sir, is it true? And the salaries in Australia is highest among the world for doctors. So sir, is yes. it true or is it like some hidden it is, thing? Yes, lab test is valid few other countries also other than UK. Lab, lab test is valid for the Ireland in Ireland, also, you, they do accept the FLAB1 test, not the FLAB2. And the FLAB1 and 2 uh, test is valid in Australia also. So Australia qualifying exam is Australian Medical Council exam, AMC test. 
you have to pass the AMC test to get a job in Australia. But if you pass the lab test, you can get a job in Australia, you can work in Australia. What I heard is they give about two to three years time to pass their, their own test, AMC test. So because AMC test is very difficult to pass, they don't have proper coaching classes for AMC. So it's very difficult to pass AMC exam. I know a lot of doctors in Australia, so they have done the PLAP test. So they uh, do the PLAP test, pass the PLAP test, then they work there in Australia. Uh, they are allowed, they can work for three, four years. I don't know exactly how many, how many years. They can work three, four years with only the PLAP without AMC. And within three, four years, you have to pass the AMC test. So the salary, whether Australia is higher salary, I do not know, but the life I guess is better in Australia because a lot of UK doctors who are born in Botapia, they go to Australia for a few years because they the better life there and better weather there. This is for the people who are born in Botapia in UK, they go there for some time. But getting a job in uh, UK is much easier compared to Australia. And also passing the flab is much easier compared to AMC test. So, sir, we have to pass AMC after three, four years, but we have to pass. That's what I was told. I am not sure. You can check it. But I was told because recently also somebody came from Australia. He told me about that. So, they will okay. give some time. They had to pass AMC test at the end. Okay. Okay. And, sir, what are the opportunities? Like, if we, uh, most people want to stay with their families. So, we, uh, get our pg degree from uk and come back to india then so what are the opportunities and uh, what are what what is that pg degree holds value for our career in india yeah see <clears throat> most of the doctors undergraduates who have done only mbbs they come to uk and do the post graduation here most of them they settle down but some of them they go to other countries and also they can go back to india when you go back to India, you have a lot of scope. Either you do your own private practice. So the qualification is accepted by the Indian Medical Council. UK postgraduate qualification, they're accepted. So they do recognize the whether it's MRCP or FRCS uh, or FRCP, MRCOG, all the different specialties. Uh, they do accept you can practice as a specialist. Private practice or uh, you can get a job in the corporate hospitals. So corporate hospitals, uh, you know, all big, big hospitals, Apollo, they are, do prefer UK return doctors because they you know it's very highly trained doctors here, uh, advanced training. So all the corporate hospitals, doc, uh, the hospitals, they do prefer UK return doctors, UK qualified doctors. So getting a job is very easy if you have a UK qualification back in India. And also when you do private practice, you know, people recognize UK return doctors compared to a doctor who just done a post-graduation in India, which I'm sure you all know that. People prefer, you know, because they have high regard for the UK return doctors, because the training is far, far better here. In India, the training is only for three years, post-graduate training, whereas here, post-graduate training is seven to eight years. You can imagine the, the standards, how much standard you have in UK. So that's why the scope is very high, if, even if you have to go back to India or any other countries. And also, I guess, I think the salary is also much higher for a UK return doctor compared to Indian postgraduate in India itself, if you work in a corporate hospitals. Yeah. 
what about the technological advancements there because uh, it's i heard it a lot that first uh, every best technology comes in uk and us only and it comes to india after like a lull period of 3 to 4 years so sir is it true or is it just a, like we have made up a myth in our minds so technology of course us uk are they are leading in fact even uk may not be as advanced as us most of the things comes first in uk ah, sorry us then it comes to uk but it does not matter much you know whether it's uk first or us first because within one only everything is in uk also so and technology comparing to india and uk of course uk is very highly advanced uh, india is also highly advanced in technology wise if you go into corporate hospitals you have almost all the technologies uh, what you get in us or uk but they are all after you specialize you are not exposed to all these technologies while you getting trained while you doing M md or ms so you are doing most of the time in uh, uh, government hospitals where they don't have that much of technologies or even in a private hospitals you are not exposed to all these uh, advanced technologies while doing post graduation whereas in uk while doing a post gay yourself we are exposed to all the higher technologies so when you become a specialist you're already exposed to all these technologies you know how to use the technologies whereas in india just a ms who just passed the ms or md they don't know they only have an md degree or ms degree they can't uh, use the technologies they will have to go for again some more training to use all the higher technologies and as i said not every hospital has got to higher technologies in india only advanced hospital corporate hospitals may have it so whereas in uk almost every hospitals they have advanced technology during the training itself you are exposed to that okay. and sir about that uh, uh, if uh, someone wants to start a private practice in uk uh, like a small clinic uh, to a nursing home or up to a hospital so sir uh, how how easy it is is it easier than india or is it difficult matlab what what would you like to share about that uh, if someone wants to go into a private practice or a business field in medical see uh, in india the government hospitals are not to the high standard okay the private hospitals are more high standard than a government hospital in india whereas in uk the government hospitals what you call as a national health service nhs hospitals they are a very high uh, high uh, high standard hospitals so you are working in a very high standard hospitals so here 80% of the people they go to government hospitals which is nhs the i'm talking the private people the public they go to the uh, the government hospital itself maybe 20 25% the people only go to the private hospitals so private hospitals not as popular like in india in uk and doctors they usually prefer to work in the government hospitals as well as when they get to free time they do private practice they do both so they get salary from the government hospital as well as while working in a privately they earn the private money which is much better rather than leaving the government hospital and working only privately because private is not that popular in uk 
but there are people once you get a permanent residency here then you can do whatever you want you it's not necessary that you have to stick to the government hospital once you have a permanent residency you are allowed to do whatever you want so if you want you can open your own private clinic a gp clinic there are people who practice a gp uh, a lot of many people make even as a gp practice or you can diagnostic center there are things people do diagnostic centers you can do or if you do specialization you can only work privately there are plastic surgeons who work only privately make millions of money so you can do that also if you want to do only private we are allowed but as i said you need to get a permanent residency which is usually after about 5 years of stay in uk okay so so like opening a clinic in uk is easier or you would say opening a clinic in india is easier uh, opening a clinic in is far far easier compared to opening a clinic in uk uh, for a doctors who come from india first of all you know open a private practice you need to make that much of money uh so usually initially itself you don't have that much money maybe after 10 15 years you would have saved enough money to open a clinic and do start a private practice and then to you need to pick up the practice so usually as i said it's not that popular to leave the government hospital and start only private practice usually they do the work in a government hospital then they do private where it's much beneficial so once they have private practice picked up or a private clinic what is picked up then they leave the government hospital hospital job then they do only private so this how they do it but yeah it is not difficult if you want to do privately it's not very difficult but it's not that popular here one thing in even in a, you can become a gp also in uk the general practitioner and salary is almost equal to a consultant like a specialist so lot of indian doctor they become gps here they settle down very good life the uh, lot easy life you don't have that much responsibility plus lot of free time plus salary you can earn as a specialist or sometimes even more because you can do a practice while doing a gp practice yeah, you get lot of benefits from the government for each case you see plus each you can also do some specialization job uh, you can do minor procedures as a gp if you do all that you get extra money so gps earn a lot of money so lot of indian doctors they become gp here so they want to settle down because lot very good income as a gp and as well as very good life free a lot of free time okay so answer yeah. how much time it takes to be a gp so see in india as soon as you pass mbbs in internship you can practice as a okay. gp whereas in uk that's not how you can practice gp so once you done mbbs in uk they have to do two years of foundation training which is like internship after that Uh, you have to get trained for three years as a GP training job. There's a training for to become a GP three years training. To get into the training, there's a entrance test similar to PLAB test. You have to pass that entrance test, which is not not very difficult. And then there'll be a three years training, like a two years training in the hospital is all different different specialties. All the common cases what you see in the GP clinic, like you know medicine, psychiatry. Uh, gynecology lot of these so you have a training so say at least six six months in different specialty then you have to work one year in a gp clinic with other gp then there's an exit exam called mrc gp you have to pass the test then you become a gp but as i said once you become a gp there are options are open you can either do private gp privately you can work as a gp or you can there is a uh, government salary gp 
and the GP is like a private business. You know, usually four or five GPs get together and they put up a clinic and they make, they mint money. It's a business. GP clinic is a business. Yeah. So, sir, in this FY1 and FY2, out of this FY1 is our internship, if you are counting that. Or we have to do two years. No, you don't. If you already done internship, FY1 is equal to internship. So if you already done internship, you don't have to do FY1. You FY2. go for FY2. FY2 and GP. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah, FY2, so, then you get, get into GP training if you want to become a GP. Okay. So like if four, in four years, we will be GP. Four years and an exam. Four years, theoretically, yes. That is if you, uh, again, as I said, you know, you don't get a GP job straight away. You may have to work maybe six months, one year in a non-training job. Then you pass the test, then to get into training. So you are looking around, say, five years time to get to become a GP. But nowadays, there's a direct entry to GP post. So I, as soon as you pass the flap test, there's an entrance test for the GP to training. So a lot of doctors, they got a training job straight away. So that means within three, three and a half years, they become a GP. If okay. People who got the GP training. So which is recently started about last two years. Okay. Okay, sir. Sir, I think so you told us about everything. If, if you want to add something more about yeah, so we told, I think, the most of the points I covered. I just need to sell, like, if people want to come to us for coaching. So we have coaching for the Plab 1 as well as the Plab 2. Plab 1 coaching is like an online coaching, which is we use Zoom. So where we have a teacher teaching, and we have students who are attending the courses from their own country. The time is 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. UK time, which is in the afternoon and evening there. And we it's a three-week course which we charge 250 pounds currently. Uh, and also we have one more option is a video recorded course for the Plab 1. We have the videos of all the classes, what we taught. So people can watch the videos in their own free timings. If they are working, if they don't have time to take a break for three years to attend the course, they can watch these videos in the evening time or whenever they have free time, they can watch the videos. So which is a Plab 1 course. Now Plab 2, we have three types of courses. One is in-person course, which is held Manchester, UK. So that's a 12-day currently, but next year it will be 14-day course, which is two weeks course. And that's the in-person course we have. And also we have online courses, which people can attend from India or any country itself. And also a video recorded course. People who cannot attend the 12 days or 14 days continuously, they can go opt for video courses, which they can watch any day, anytime. So that's a plab to test. Now, what people, uh, what I advise people to, if they want to do the Plab 1 course, they should do the course at least three months before their exam. Because after the course, they need time to revise everything what we teach and also to read something extra. Okay, so that's a Plab 1. And again, the Plab 2 course, we advise everyone to attend the course at least three to four months before their exam. What people do nowadays is attend the online course from their own home country without coming to UK about three to four months before their exam. Then they come to UK about one month before the plug to test. And we have a training center, they practice here. They can, they can re-attend the in-person course for free. They don't need to pay again. We will charge only once for online course, in-person course. So you do the online course three to four months before from your own country so that you'll be prepared. Then come to UK maybe one month before the exam, practice in our center. You can re-attend the course again if you want to and do the mock test, everything. So then it's easy to pass the plateau test. 
Okay, so the fee for the plug one, which I said 250 pounds, but next year it will be 300 pounds for fee. But the, uh, again, plug two, four fee is 600 pounds now. Uh, so it will be remaining at 600 next year also. These are the course fees. Okay, so if anybody wants to do the course, they can uh, come to us uh, or uh, yeah, other resources abroad, they will help to contact us for the courses. So if you have any other questions, you can ask me. Yes, sir. I think so. I left one point. So what are the specialities we get? What specialities we get easily and what are the tough to get specialities in this? Easy specialties are medical specialties. Uh, like any general medicine, inter, what you call internal medicine. Uh, general medicine, there are a lot of specialties are there. So uh, it's like elderly medicine is there or acute medicines. So these are much easier. But then you can go to proper super, super specialty like uh, respiratory medicine, gastroenterology, cardiology. Cardiologists are a bit difficult compared to other specialties, but there are a lot of doctors, Indian doctors have become cardiologists here. So, so medical specialty is easier, pediatrics is easier, anesthesia is easier, accident emergency is very easy, GP is very easy to become a GP. Uh, the OB, then I would say OBG, last is uh, surgery. So easiest is medicine, pediatrics, anesthesia, psychiatry is very, very easy, psychiatry, very easy. So psychiatry, accident emergency, Pediatrics, medicine, these are the easy specialties. Then comes OBG and other specialty. Then comes a surgery, surgical spirit. Uh, dermatology, ENT, ENT, dermatology, ophthalmology, they are not very difficult, but not very easy either. So they are, I would say, medium. So it's not that you can't, you can get almost any specialty. But if you work in a, a you have, when you take up a non training job, you need to take up a such a specialty where you want to do the post-graduation. If you want to go into orthopedic, you work in orthopedic non-training job. Then you could do develop a portfolio in orthopedic. Then it becomes easy to get that particular specialty. Okay. And so why are these specialties easy to get? Uh, are the jobs low paying or like the, why are these easy to get specialties? It all depends on demand and supply. So UK born doctors, you know, who are trained, who are done a course, the, the undergraduate program in UK itself, they get a priority for any jobs. So usually any specialty where people make a lot of money, the UK doctors want to take up those jobs. So surgery, there's a lot of money. So that's why they prefer going to surgical site. So that's why, because it's a high competition, is for an Indian doctor or doctors who study uh, intermedical graduate, it's a bit difficult because they had to compete with the local doctors. Okay. So whereas medicine is not that popular among the local doctors. So they do they want to go for where they make a lot of money or they prefer either a easy life, which is a GP. So they all go to GP, a lot of uh, local doctors, they go to become GPs because easy life and a lot of money or the specialty where they make a lot of money, which is surgical specialties. I think so. You you told us about everything in very good detail. Uh, I don't have any doubts. Do okay, I hope it helped you. So anyway, good yes, luck sir. to for your exam, final exam. If you want to come to UK, you can keep in touch. 
so we can guide you further and also if you have any friends who want to come to uk you can tell all of them uh, you have a company there to assist and we will work in collaboration with them so good luck to you yeah.